This is Saturday, April 23rd. As we finish this week, I want to pick up where we were on Thursday when we looked at Joseph of Arimathea, the secret disciple of Jesus. Today I want to look at a man named Nicodemus, another disciple that stayed in the shadows during the ministry of Jesus. Why would we want to know him? Well, he desired to find the truth about Jesus. He was looking for the fulfillment of the promises of God that were given to the Jewish people. He believed God and that God would be good to his word. So here's what he did. Nicodemus first sought out Jesus at night. Now he could have approached Jesus in open and broad daylight, but the pressure to keep the party line of conservative Judaism was just too strong. Nicodemus knew there was something special about Jesus, but he didn't know what. He knew that Jesus was doing the works of God, and that he was seeing the fulfillment of the promises of God in Jesus. Here's reading for today from John chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, We know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you were doing if God were not with him. Now others would claim that Jesus was serving the devil, but Nicodemus knew better. He knew that God's hand was upon him. Nicodemus teaches us something important that we need to know. We see him in the power and the power of seeking the truth and the links one must go to to find that truth. I think of this when I hear of conversions to faith in Christ from other places in the world. There are places today that to openly follow Jesus might mean receiving a death sentence or being removed from one's own family. Years ago, Sandy and I received a troubled phone call from a young woman that lived in our town. She had received a New Testament at a county fair that our church distributed, and she had taken it home and kept it in secret. She knew this was a no-no. Her strict Jehovah's Witness faith forbid her from reading materials such as the New Testament in any translation that was not of their own. But she would stay up at night, and she would read when her parents wouldn't discover her. Slowly over time, she came to faith in Jesus as the Son of God. One day she told her parents, who in turn told the elders from her kingdom hall. She was commanded to sit before them, and she told them that she'd come to believe what she'd come to believe about Jesus. The elders told her parents to take her home, give her a few minutes to gather the few things she could carry, and then drop her off in town. That is when she called our church number from the little sticker we had placed on that gift Bible. She was distraught, and she felt lost. She was 19 years old, and she'd never been on her own. We found a church in the family, a family in the church that would take her in until she could get on her feet. Now, as I think of her story, Nicodem- her story, I think of Nicodemus. He was a respected leader a member of the ruling council of Jerusalem, a recognized rabbi among his people. He held a place of honor and respect. 
To be seen with Jesus would discredit him and bring a loss of status among his people. This is why he sought out Jesus at night. And here is what Jesus said to him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. That's John 3.3. 3. Now Nicodemus was seeking the kingdom of God, much as Joseph of Arimathea had been. Jesus explains that the only way to see his, this kingdom is through spiritual rebirth. Those words born again can also be translated born from above. We call this regeneration, something only the Spirit of God can do in us to give us the ability to understand the gospel. You see, Nicodemus learned that night that only through a work of the Spirit of God could the way be open to God's kingdom. Imagine one of Israel's great teachers and spiritual leaders learning about this from a carpenter from Nazareth. <laughs> but Nicodemus knows there is more to Jesus. Now Nicodemus next appears in the Gospels in the life of Jesus when Jesus dies on the cross. He appears with Joseph of Arimathea to assist in taking care of the body of Jesus. Here's what we're told. He, that's Joseph of Arimathea, was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Now the death of Jesus brought Nicodemus out to help him. Notice by this time he knows that Joseph of Arimathea is a secret disciple too. They actually step in together. Both of these men came to believe in Jesus. Why did they risk everything to support Jesus? Yes, they were born again, born from above by the Spirit of God. What happened to Nicodemus after the resurrection? Scripture does not tell us, but tradition says that Peter baptized him and that he was removed from Jerusalem's ruling body and shamed for his faith in Jesus. We believe he stayed in Jerusalem and became a part of the church there. He lost his position of prominence and became just another member of that first congregation of believers. I wish I knew where that woman was that came distressed to us after her family threw her out of her house. She did find a job and over time was able to find a roommate and to support herself. What her parents did served only to bond her more strongly to Jesus. As far as I know, she was never able to return home. You know, Jesus often warned about the cost of following him. She and so many brothers and sisters in Christ in places around the world like Iran or China or Egypt know well about this cost. Let their lives be an encouragement and a challenge to us to, to enjoy our rich inheritance as we follow Jesus. Let's pray. Gracious God, we see the power of the gospel in amazing people. We pray today for sisters and brothers in danger that live in places of persecution and hardship. Protect them, we pray. Let their lives show forth the love of Jesus and provide to them courage and wisdom to face their hour of trial. Cause us to see what we have been given in Christ, that we might glorify you and enjoy you forever. In the name of Jesus, 
Amen.